What's up, everyone? It's Gavin. What's good, everybody? It's uh, Marcus or Pink. What's up? What's up? What up? What up? It's Charles or Chuck. Charles in 240p this week. Amazing resolution. What up? What's going on? You got Hazard Matt. What's going on, everyone? Hope you had a good week. Uh, I think we are so back, by the way. I think we watched uh, a couple amazing tournaments this weekend. Had so much fun watching. Kagaribi, of course, is probably my favorite. And then also Rewired Fest. Very top-heavy tournament, actually. A lot of fun sets going on there. A lot of consistency we're seeing across the board from, I'd say, three players that we'll talk about in a little bit. But before we get into that, we got to shout out. Talk about good tournaments coming up. You got to talk about Watch the Throne. Charles, what are you most excited for Watch the Throne? I'm really excited that we got a Sheik. I'm a huge Sheik fan, so I love seeing that character being played. And, I mean, Void doesn't compete as much anymore, but I think we have a new best Sheik in America in WebJP. So really excited to see WebJP get to compete against all these other players alongside of the other two invited players through the voting process along with Luis and Karama. So Luis, Karama, and WebJP are going to be the final three locked in for the voting process. And we got a couple more, three more qualifying tournaments to go. So really excited for that. And I think our base invited roster, super sick. And also excited for the Patreon content today. If you guys do want to support us, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know. Uh, We'll figure out the question of the episode later on. But comment, leave a comment. And of course, the uh, Patreon episode, if you guys want to support us, you can check it out on the Patreon. We have bonus content every week. This week, we're going to be reacting to Shogun's Smash documentary, a uh, Japanese Smash documentary. So I'm very excited for that. The Smash scene in Japan has been a huge part of the this like current game Smash scene for quite some time ever since Brawl. So really, really want to go back and see some of that history with that region because I feel like the spotlight has only really been on Japan as of recently, but they have a very long history, just as we do, as all yeah. the other Smash regions in uh, Smash have. So. Super excited for that. Yeah, I guess with that, it's just the first episode, too. So there's a lot more to come, which I'm super stoked about. So, all right, guys. We'll do a little round the horn. What do you guys think? Uh, did you watch some tournaments this weekend, Marcus? Yeah, actually, I had a little bit of time. Not a ton of time. But, you know, I had a little bit. Snuck some. Grab my phone real quick. Oh, no, <laughs> crying. My bad. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched a good bit of Rewired Fest. Uh not too much of Kagaribi. I actually did the thing again. Like, I got to a point where I was like, Akko is going to win. And I woke up and I was like, ooh, quite a it's surprise. It's funny you guy. say that. I surprise. I was doing the same thing. And as I was fall- I I gave up and I went to sleep because I I thought Mia was going to win by the time I woke up. So, oh. so I'm, I'm glad I was right. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, dude, actually, earlier today, I was re-watching that set with... So, first off, shout-outs to Mia. One of the most consistent players. I feel like we don't talk about Mia enough, period, just because Akola overshadows Mia just a little bit. The rivals, they play each other all the damn time, and Mia was finally able to take... It feels like it's been such a long time since Mia's taken even a set off of... Yeah, off of Akola, let alone two sets back-to-back and winning the tournament. So, Akola's dropped two tournaments uh, over the last two weeks washed alert or what no i'm just kidding obviously i was still <laughs> that guy uh, a couple interesting things because actually did vod review for the first time in a while like just how did mia do it right like that was the big question and you guys before we went live i'd love to hear more from uh marcus and and tweak specifically uh in terms of the play style that mia plays with and how fast he plays the things i really looked at were like some game and watch specific stuff and just some matchup specific stuff i think Something that's not talked about enough is how often these guys have played like so much. And I think that naturally amps up and moves up the tempo of the gameplay quite a bit. 
Um, it's just something you see, like, oh, these guys play each other. Like, Light and Mars type stuff, right? Like, you know how the other person's going to play. You kind of cut out. You, like, trim the fat on some of uh, the neutral interactions and stuff like that. But some of Game & Watch stuff, like, up air underneath the anvil for pressure. Game & Watch's pressure is just so good in general in that matchup still. You can go off stage. You can edge guard. Edge guard. The bucket against Minecraft and Anvil is or against Minecart and Anvil is so good. Like, if you see, I think he even does it, I think in Grants, where he uses the bucket to reflect the Anvil back up and kill Steve off the top. Like, just Game & Watch is, through some, like, kind of roundabout ways, I would say, able to keep his pressure up and going. So, even, like, up air underneath the Anvil is so good. Like, I don't know, Mia, I, I just think it was such an incredible display of what you can do in that matchup and what game and watch can do specifically, but also maybe some ways to navigate uh, around the matchup in general. So what'd you guys think about uh, the way Mia played both of those sets? Um, yeah. I mean, he just has a lot of counterplay to Steve. I think game and watch having up air specifically helps a lot with very safe pressure, right? Like, Oh, you're going to minecart above me. Let me just throw out up air. If you get out of it soon, like you'll get hit by it. And even if you bring out anvil, you'll still get hit by it. You can cruise by it. And then I can space your landings with nares. I, I feel like one thing that me is extremely good at is spacing neutral air. Usually we see a uh, nair used in a much more aggressive way, but Mia will do like straight fall down landing nares and stuff like that and then convert off the last hit. So I just think the way he plays advantage state is so good because not only can you set up up air in a lot of scenarios, but you can also set up forward air. His forward air set play is so strong against, uh, just in general, but I think against Steve, uh, it helps a lot because it's a great way to deal with block. And he he just does everything right in this matchup, using the up B to counteract close-up mine cards and stuff like that. I am very impressed with Mia in general when it comes to just how matchup how many matchup specific tools we see in this matchup and i mean obviously game watch is a really strong character and a lot of people would say game watch is pretty simple but i think mia can make the character look pretty impressive in terms of like the things you can do to counteract the strongest character in the game right yeah and just counterplaying all steve's strong stuff too right you can up b to keep the pressure going all the startup and all that good stuff um something else i'd like to call out is this is breaking the curse of in the last six times that they had game five encounters, Mia didn't win a single one. So in winner's finals, he, now he's one in six in game five scenarios against Alcola, which is so difficult to do. Uh, not only is Alcola obviously the number one player right now, but keeping up the pressure and keeping up how perfectly you have to play against Steve and Alcola for five games is just insanely difficult. And then he won uh in a three, one fashion in, in grand final. So me really on the board and it, it might be turning the tides a little bit and how their set play might go. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I want to hear more from tweak actually about the way Mia plays the game and how he dictates the pace of the matchup too. Cause you were, you were talking about that a bit before we went live. Yeah. Um, I guess first thing is I I've gotten one set in with Mia and, um, I think, um, Something that's scary when I play Meister that I tried to trim out of my gameplay was when I play Meister a bunch, it feels like um, I lose my stocks the earliest if I like do a greedy air dodge in disadvantage and get like reset into like a down smash or something. Um, and with Mia, uh, the last time I played Meister, it went really well and it felt like I played really patient and like I knew how to navigate around Game Watch's advantage state. But um, Mia plays so fast that it feels like it it forces those habits out of you, even if you if you think you're ready to fight Game and Watch. And when I was see, watching the Alcola versus Mia sets, it was the same thing. Like 
there's so much pressure in like uh you know new situations like revealing themselves so quickly that you know Akola just had to guess so much and like ev- even if like the guess was correct it just like the advantage state still like resets itself um and I, I do think it's the speed at which Mia plays and also the, the comfortability in the matchup like you know like Charles was saying, a lot of it's really safe. Like the up B just beats uh, beats minecart. It beats Anvil. So it's like, you know, some invincibility, some speed, um, while still getting like a nice hit in and just resetting the advantage state. Uh, you know, same thing. Like when the Anvil's in the air, a lot of characters um, have a hard time dealing with that window when the Anvil hits their shield before it hits, their, hits the ground. Like that's a pretty small window. But Game Watch can up be out of there before the anvil's even on the ground. So sometimes Mia would parry the anvil and then up be and the anvil's not even on the ground yet or just get out of there before it hits the ground in general. Um, so there's a lot of matchup experience there and also just the speed we see from Mia in the first place. And especially if you consider how aggressive Mia is, like Steve isn't going to be in the most optimal position tools-wise and resources-wise. Um no matter what, uh, if if the game is relatively even or if Mia's winning. Uh, there's even a lot, like, some pretty cool movement from Mia. Like, down air so strong that he would down air the blocks, the, the block would disappear, and he was able to, like, reset his lag while so throwing a pretty, pretty strong no in lag. Yeah. It also went really well with, like, the vertical pressure with, like, threatening to reflect uh, the anvils and stuff. And also uh, Mia would get up there and try to, like, get a kill off the side with, like, the 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 down air that would you know not spike or anything like in his advantage state um so i think uh i think he played it really well and i think a lot of it just comes down to the mental stack is just too much uh for for anyone regardless if you're experienced enough uh, or experienced or not versus mia and game of watch uh i think anyone is going to have a hard time just with how threatening everything is and uh it, that reminds me a lot of like when i played smash the last day or two that was something i was thinking about like what can i do with my gameplay to like make the mental stack so ridiculous that like there's no one on the planet that can deal with it you know what i mean <laughs> like what can i do with my character just throw out so many situations at someone and all that stuff that they just have no choice but to lose their stock kind of thing yeah and gavin yeah, you you, you, you uh you played him at smash con in bracket but you also played him afterward right and you were saying like he's like one of the hardest people you've ever played right like yeah uh afterwards i wasn't like using diddy kong or anything like that i was kind of like taking the opportunity to use as many characters as i could just to see uh as much as i can and really uh have some stuff to think about and yeah he beat me pretty much every game uh if not every game uh with all the characters i tried and yeah it just it just really feels like uh he has so much experience and he just plays super fast and i was i would even genuinely compare the speed to light and swargo um wow yeah the damage output is ridiculous the speed is ridiculous the consistency is ridiculous it just it feels like you don't really like you don't really have consistent ways to, to win, which is interesting because Game of Watch definitely has a handful of flaws um, that I'm so used to being on the table no matter what. But uh, it's hard 
to even consider them when I was playing against Mia. And it was the first time I'd ever, because I've actually always been in the Game & Watch isn't top tier camp. Um, and, you know, this definitely had me like second guessing it for the first time. I, I'm pretty stubborn about how I feel about certain things. So this was the first time I was like, okay, like Game Watch is pretty insane. Um, so yeah, definitely taking those games I got in with Mia uh, and really thinking about them for the next time because I feel like for, if you want to win a big tournament, you have to consider that you might have to run into this this player. So. Hey, that just reminded me. The buzz is the goat. Yeah, the buzz beat this dude. You know how many times I think that just throughout the day? You know, just twice, three times? Twice in Smash Con, once in Japan, I think. Yeah, with Rosa. Yeah. Huh? Might be a knowledge diff right there. Veteran diff. No, right? there's a lot of roses in Japan, there's man. A lot of roses in Japan. Uh, there, there's a good amount. Like the bus said that he ah. won a bunch of Rosa tech when he was there and then leveled up his Rosa. That's your first mistake. There is Rosa experience. There's not the buzz experience. All right. True. Put some respect on my man, Sam. Okay. It's true. Well, I'm, I'm just it's saying true. that it's not like a, oh, I didn't know how to. I, I was yeah. aware Luma could do that. Like, tr- oh, trust me. He, I'm pretty sure he's aware of like all the ah. cheeky like Luma tricks. I mean, the buzz is just out funding him. Which is even more impressive. I'm saying it's more so on the player than like, because there's going to be scenarios where someone gets a blindside win or a curveball win on someone because it's like, oh, sure, yeah, shit, didn't know you could do that. Cool. Well, I'm a better player than you, so every single set after this, you're going to lose. And that (laughs) I've seen that happen to a lot of players where it's like, oh, you just got the matchup diff. But trust me, (laughs) the buzz got no matchup diff on Mia. It's all player to player. To be clear, what I meant was. The DeBuzz matchup, not just Rosa specifically. Like specifically, right, right. like playing DeBuzz is like we've always said it. It's it's its own entity or beast. In since Smash Four, since whatever you know, playing against DeBuzz is like a, a rite of passage in a sort sort of way. So you might be beating other top players or people even maybe ranked higher than DeBuzz. But can you beat DeBuzz? It's not looking good right now for Mia. Um, any other thoughts on Kagaribi before we go on? We could do a round the horn, then we can get into Rewired oh, Fest. Absolutely. But I, got I dude, I got thoughts. I got some. I got some people I want to talk about for sure. Go ahead, Marcus. Go, go, go. An extreme amount of thought. I've been thinking. Okay, all right. Almost. Bro, be thinking. I almost started off flaming. My bad. Um, bro, how does Hero like get any places with Bowser? I just don't get it. Like it, it, and it's like consistent. It is consistently like I'm doing extremely well. I don't get it. Um. Shout outs to Hero just sticking with Bowser. Shout outs to Yoshi Dora sticking with Yoshi and just <laughs> like speaking of the Bro's top just three shouting out that, dinosaurs right now. <laughs> true. Prehistoric times. Mario hey, dinosaurs. Uh, hey, I mean, you know, that's the time I come from, my time period. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh uh yeah. Uh shout outs to Wi Fi. I mean the top three from that tournament were all heavy wi-fi grinders or smash made or whatever online players um yeah. zach race the goat bro just shows up That's plays for fun play. zachary out here getting fifth for fun the for fun chad player <laughs> who has ever lived and it's not <laughs> so sick low. dude literally <laughs> a chat bro bro played against steve and kazia got blasted and was like hey that was great all right, see you next time. It's so huh? funny because he's like laughing it off too. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like what? Oh, yeah, you know. he knows. Yeah, he's always known. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
Pitt is really, really good and fun. Like I don't know which one's a bigger lie. Try Pitt. Pitt is very intuitive, very good, very fun. That character is really good. I swear. I I have a lot of fun when I play Game Watch. What is really good? (laughs) Game Watch intuitive too. Yeah, Game Watch mad intuitive. I really good. I'm like I'm serious when I say this. I think Pitt is good enough that I would consider playing Pitt in tournament if I cared enough to like if I liked Pitt enough. I think Pitt is good enough to main in tournaments. A hundred percent. And I will never bro, please believe me. It's true. This is Zach Ray Hope. Now when bro. you say now No, it's not those a fan. Like like my pit would win I'm not kidding. My pit would win. Tournament. What a tournament? tournament in my region or something. My pit would win one thousand percent. To be yeah. fair, tournaments in your region are actually really hard. So yes, I could yeah. win pit. So I thought it was a fair point. I mean, you won with Sora, so can we? Like, and I'm not shitting on anything. If I, if I, I'm saying I would <laughs> seriously consider putting time into pit, and I think I could win. I genuinely believe that. Is pit better than Sephiroth? Yeah. I don't know if pit's better than Sephiroth. Probably. Like pit is good. <laughs> pit is good. I told you Sephiroth sucks. And fun. And Loki well, no, it's a pit's some, good. Sephiroth's also good. Loki has some like <laughs> crazy good. stuff, like crazy. That's true. Stuff. I feel like you could win a turn with Game Watch too. I just have a feeling. <laughs> See, like this isn't fun. Like, well, I don't. Is- I don't think you could win a turn. I don't know. I actually don't. Think Game Watch? Gavin Cole. I don't think so either. I, do. I don't either. You get so bored. Yeah, he just gets bored and he DQs Bro, himself. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just got bored. Pit is um, good. All right. That that's the most emotion you're getting out of me today, but yeah, right. Zachary know. is the coolest. Super good with all of his characters. Plays amazing every time I watch him play, and Pitt is good. Bro, I got president of Team Bundy's. The CEO, this. CEO, the CEO. That's that. That was Gavin's joke. Good <laughs> <laughs> commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shout out, Connie Nabe. All right, the second Ooh. best fox on the planet. Winner side, top eight. And I said the name right this time. Shout out to Nehru. She taught me how to do it. So I don't mess well, it up. They were blasting you. Bro, I know. I But that's how you learn, right? That's how you learn. It's all good. It's all good. You got to get your jokes off. Connie Nabe, though, huge fan of his play. And shout him out. He's amazing. He really, and again, another player that feels like he came out of nowhere. Like, not just like, oh, he got a top eight, top 16 one time. All right, winner's fine. Winner's side, top eight. And he's been yeah. doing this for a couple tournaments in a row now. It's just ridiculous. It's almost like Fox is a good character. Very. I've been saying Fox is a good character since we started the podcast. I think a long time ago. I pretty sure. Yeah, Wario is much cooler. Huh? Oh, that, that's a whole other opinion on this podcast. <laughs> but I mean, we've always said in this podcast that this Fox gets yeah. better as time goes on. He's just a character that you get like the cleaner you play neutral and the cleaner you play like tech chases and platform tech chases. Like he just starts looking unbeatable, right? Because you yeah. just can't hit him, and then he deals eighty. Like when you're playing on point, Fox is just looks like. A top five character, and then when you fuck up one time and get edge guarded at twenty, you're like, well, it, it, it's just one of those characters. I, I'm just surprised we don't see more of him though, because I think you know his play style naturally would draw most people like aggressive, like really satisfying when he's working. Like you still kind of like Roy in that way, you know what I mean? Like pretty similar, but like you said, obviously when you get hit, it's it's bad. But I don't, I don't know. People main like K rule in this game. Like why aren't there more foxes? You know, like why people are willing to you know, hedge their bets when it comes to, oh, I really like this character and the way they play, but not Fox. Like, why don't we see more of them? You know, like until Connie Nabe really started getting these results, I couldn't even tell you who really was the second best Fox in the world. It, it was hard. I wasn't I sure. Him. I mean, I thought it was Pissiri, man, but 
Oh, Pass of Your Man. Yeah, yeah. For sure. The GOAT, actually. I love Pass of Your Man. You know what it is, bro? People play Fox. It's just it's the same thing with Roy. They play Fox, or they pick Roy, and they're like, I'm a mash. And then they get harmed, and then they're like, you know what? This is a lot harder than I thought. I can't just mash. <laughs> and then they got to play slow, and they're like, well, why the fuck? Why am I playing Fox? Like, why am I on Roy? Like, I can't just mash, and then... <laughs> well, it's not even about mashing. I feel like uh, you, you got to play fast with Fox for it to pay off. You, you got to press the buttons really quick. And yeah. as troll as that sounds, like, that is something a lot of people can't do because even if you can press buttons real quick, can you press them real quick and in a way that matters and like a way that you're not just like running into shit because you're focusing on playing so fast, you just run into random bullshit at 50 and die. Right. Like it's, it, it's not like the way as a a, main Fox in multiple games, smash four, it was a little bit more technical, but it wasn't as fast and ultimate it's way less technical. And the game plan is actually very simple. The game plan is hit up air. It's like generally it. You hit up air and you tech chase. Every time you win neutral, you're trying to set up, you get grabs that secretly go in the platform tech chases, which will then go on reaction to like 80, 90 damage. So can you really shield against Fox? Depends on certain areas, right? But like the the game plan is very simple. The execution is just a little tough in terms of speed. The the actual speed and the accuracy of your tech chases have to be very, very solid. But I mean, I, I still think this character has a lot more areas to grow in. We're still figuring a lot about this character. And we've always said this. This this is like a late game character that is a little bit more simple. It's like if if Sheik was way way easier to execute on, I'll, I kind of compare those two. But Fox has like a way more simple ways to get stocks. Like up smash out of shield, frame eight, boom. Like pretty solid way of getting stocks. Tech chasing with like forward smash. There's a bunch of ways or just like getting raw up airs. There's so much ways that Fox can easily, much easily get kills. And I, I think we might see an uptick in Fox. And with that, the uptick in Game Watch goes up, right? So you do oh, have no. a place in this meta, but then you also have to realize that to win a tournament with Fox, you might, you probably have to beat a very good Game Watch to do so, right? So that's another tough matchup. It might not be as tough as we think, but it's I think it's generally pretty hard because you're just 100% anti-pressure. super hard. Fortress. It's hard. Kaninabe did bring me into game five last time yeah. I played, though. So he, I'm it's telling you. It's a lot of grabbing. Like it, I, I, the way I explain that matchup and the reason why I'm like, oh, maybe it's not minus two. It probably is still minus two. Don't like quote me on that. It's probably still minus two. But you you still have a way of winning because you can just grab the living shit out of Game & Watch and ledge trap him. Like that is still on the table and you can just like eventually corner him with back here. Obviously, what Game & Watch has to do to you to kill you is way more favored on his side. But if you have some kind of neutral interaction where it's like, okay, like I'm still a very fast character with a frame eight grab. Like I can still, you're really quick and you can get the grab. It's like saying that you can't get grabbed from game from Fox is like crazy. That's a very difficult thing to not happen to you. Right? Like Fox is very, it's way easy. Now it's harder to get like vertical fall down grabs because if I see a Fox, like just trying to empty line in front of me with game watch, just hit up B like there's no way you lose. Right? So Fox has to play a more horizontal game. It takes a bit longer, and it's like not as advantageous, but it's still possible. Because there's some other minus two matchups that feel impossible. That's how I'm going to say it. Yeah, like shock. My philosophy when it comes to character representation: set a character. Shock is hard, bro. You stunlocked all of us. Oh my bad. I was not ready for shock. I was going to say Pikachu or something. Like I don't know. Oh sure, yeah. Oh my bad. My philosophy for like character representation, like if I see a character I think is really good or if I feel like a character is represented too well and it's confusing, like whatever the case may be, there's always a really simple answer for me. There's a lot of characters in this game and there's it's not 
there's not some specific answer to it. A character either has players or they don't, and it's no one's fault. It's not the player's fault. It's not the character's fault. There's, like, a lot of options. Like, it, it should never reflect on a tier list, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just – it is what it is. Like, people are going to play what they're going to play, and there's a lot of options, and it's not like we have a million people playing this game competitively. It just is what it is. Well, um, we might. Huh? Ah, right. yeah. I hope so. That would be great. Um, um, yeah, I kind um, of agree with that. It's just sometimes – I think people try characters and they they find out they're a little different. Their game plan's a little different. Than yeah. Also, Fox is a character from Smash sixty four. Not as exciting True. as other options. You, you, At least that's it. my thought process. Fox oh, is really? the first character that comes to mind when I want to try a new character. That dude is old. You play dude, DK. What are you talking about? You can do that one new combo in Ultimate uh, Nair Up Smash. Up there, bro. That one goes stupid. That's anytime Fox hits me. Smash. You know my joke, I, Charles. Anytime a fox starts up airing me, I'm like, nice. Did you lab that? That's sick. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I deserved 80. That's so awesome. Yeah. There's other characters that do it too. Wario, cla- the the standing ovation. Yeah. That's my favorite. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> if, you with, if you end it with upbeat, you're cool. Hey, Tweet Talkers, what's going on? You got Haz here. And let me tell you something. I like working out. Now, staying consistent with it is a whole nother story. I have a really hard time staying on top of my workouts, whether it's making sure I hit all the right muscle groups or making sure I do all my workouts every week or even making sure I'm eating right. Now, I've been working my friend Mezio over at DE. And what that is is double entendre trading. And you can check them out. If you scan that code there, and tr- you can try out his program for one month free with Tweak23 is the code you're going to be using there. Personal fitness programs. For all levels of fitness, it's affordable, effective. You get access to a private chat and access to a live Q&A. The thing I love about uh, training with DE is that they have an app that tracks your progress. You can input how much you lifted, how much you ran, how far you ran, all that good stuff. It'll keep track of your progress. And then I talk uh, with a personal trainer there. His name's Mezio. Great guy. He's a smasher too. So he gets the gamer lifestyle. He keeps me motivated. He tells me when I'm slipping and tells me when I do a great job. So make sure you check them out. Scan the QR code right there. It's trainerize.me slash profile slash double entendre. Check them out. They've been a big help for everyone here at Tweet Talks. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm, hey, I saw somebody do that. Yeah, rewired. <laughs> wow, look at the Seggy. Yeah. Wow. Rewired was a lot of fun to watch. Seggy, ma. Seggy. Yeah. That was, was a like clean out, out in that trailer on the Seggy. Remember? That was Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> out on the Seggy, ma. That shit was so funny. Sorry, I brought it back so many weeks. Also, I'm so pissed that Bayonetta got a win on Alcola the week after I posed the question of Ryu versus Bayonetta. I'm so pissed. I heard yeah. you all. You're like, oh, we told you so stupid. I was like, I'm listening to the podcast, you dicks. That's going to be the question you put in the comments. All right, guys, let us know after that W, that Bayo W. Oh, now, what are your thoughts uh, on Bayonetta Ryu? Because I got I, we're putting up the white flag on Link. It is what it is, but we can win this one, all right? I do think – I think it's closer than we think, but I do kind of tend to agree with you guys that it's probably Bayo. After Burner Kick, bro. After Burner, that move is crazy. That I just think, too, like her ceiling's up. high. And I really think what I learned is that I just love Ashimos. Like, and, and I can. Like, Ryu, Ryu players are fucking awesome. Like, he's I think that's really impressive. Ashimos Ryu players is very, very impressive. And Loki hits some saucy clips in tournament with Ryu. He does, dude. I love yeah. him. He's one of my like, all time faves. Dude. Anyone who knows me knows, like, I am giving it up right now, bro. Like, <laughs> I am giving it up. 
Yeah, for, for a character you don't care about and to admit that he's got sauce in tournament, I don't in think I've ever heard you say that about anyone except for like Gluto. Like, yeah, it's, it's easy to have sauce out of tournament, right? But if you got that in tournament sauce, like all right. Me. Like very impressive tournaments, bro. Very impressive player actually wins and goes far and hits clips. No, that's godlike. Yeah, I'm actually wearing a short on uh, Ashimo's clip on Siski at uh, bro. Like what the Odyssey? That clip is so dope. We're doing uh, like a short on Smash University, but I'm excited for it. Reverse aerials are just a a lost art. Yeah. Ashimo has good fundamentals too. I'll say, like his his tech chases are good. Like his reads on you defensively. Like his his ledge trapping is good. He doesn't mash down tilt. Like he's just a Dude, really he has a good so eye. Buddy, like you're trying to hype him up, and he's just mashing he's down mashing tilt. down tilt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he has a good eye for the game. Genuinely, I I do. Think yes. So. Well, I it's think- Ness, dude. That's a terrible matchup. Sometimes you gotta just mash down tilt, bro. See, Perry. See, stop mashing down tilt. Jab jab Shoryu is his thing. Yeah, a thousand percent. Right, right, he's right. so good at it. All right, it's video. Anyway, moving on. Right as we exit the clip. So funny. <laughs> it, it, covered spot dodge, though. it covered spot dodge. <laughs> it Rewired does cover spot dodge well. There was a lot of dynamics going on at Rewired within the top results. Like, okay, let's, bro, let's get out of the way. Mute Ace, one of the best combos that's ever been pulled off in Smash Ultimate history. Like, we just got to get after, it out of there, bro. After SDing on the second stock game five, and like, let me tell you, mute S. Like, Marcus does not like that combo. Marcus, yeah, yeah he did. Oh, I'm sorry. See you. I'm, I'm sorry. See you, Marcus. But, but um, we'll like, back. mute SD maybe like two or three times the entire top eight. And like, that's kind yeah. of a lot considering a whole entire top eight. He was and a lot of it had to do with like air dodging, like neutral air dodging or directional air dodging off the yeah, stage. Yeah, air dodges, it's GG. Yeah, because floaties, if you guys don't know, floaties have a lot more recovery time when it comes to air dodging, and fast fallers don't when they hit the ground. It's kind of weird. Um, just general universal stuff. So, yeah, and it was, it was so lame because right when game five started between Mute and um, Spargo, the one thing I was thinking of, I was like, Mute can, Mute can do this if he doesn't SD. Mute can do this if he doesn't SD. And second stock SDs and then fi- like pulls off the craziest comeback, craziest combo on reaction. And yeah, we're, we're playing it right now for the uh, audio listeners, but this was so crazy. Up air, like double turn up throw down into down throw, into another double turn up throw into the side B from left side to right side of the stage. It was fucking beautiful. It did that like 90s kill. damage or something. Like, it gave him yeah. limit from like almost nothing. He was actually playing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, he, he got beat up so hard he got how, limit. How broken base turn up is. Well, when you have a regular turn up, you actually can just kill someone off 10%. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right, Gavin. That's a lot of damage, bro. That's a lot of damage. Uh, I <laughs> love the run of F tilt too. That was so up. funny. It was 35 was... to like 122 or something. Like, wait, is it a regular turn up? I can't see. Actually, no, yeah, it looks yeah. like a regular turn up. Yeah. Okay. 121 from 35. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Spargo put down his controller against me and said, like, you can get one hit. I wouldn't be able to kill him. <laughs> like, like holy shit yeah. it was yeah. such a crazy moment we we were watching it live like me has aaron mm-hmm. um and Chess we were aaron. losing our minds that that was even possible to happen in that moment like wow we knew we knew a really though. strange hit of up air too like that was off like a really stray like not perfect hit at all and you it just kind so of started after, like, a misinput F-tilt, too. Like, I thought the set was over after that F-tilt. 
That total ledge scared it's the shit outside. out of me. I was like, what just happened? Like, it's what outside. happened? It must have been, I don't know if you tried to jump and forth. I don't Whatever. It didn't matter at the end of the day. The thing I'll say, and Charles used this word already, he said that was beautiful, and it really was, because what that was was hundreds of hours practice with this yes. character, if not thousands of hours practice with this yes. character to hit the perfect clip against one of the best players in the world in a specific match. Cloud is skinny. Cloud is not an easy character to combo by any no, means. It's like, actually like, very frustrating in tournament against yep. someone like Fargo too. Yep. It, He'd be mashing. Lose, it makes you lose confidence when you get a hit, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of advantage that isn't pushed that far because ultimate's very finicky with that kind of thing. A lot of things aren't universal. So, um, yeah, it was a crazy moment. And I love what you said about like like the thousands of hours being pay, like paying off and stuff cuz that's the beauty of dedicating yourself to a character regardless of where they are on a tier list. Like you give yourself a, a chance of being able to win in these situations. Like if this was Mudeus's Palutena in this game 5 situation, Spargo would have definitely won. And it's not like shade to like other people's characters or but like when you have that much dedication to a character, like it's gonna pay off. Like, like I've had my fair share of those kind of moments where like I'm barely able to win a match or something like that. So it, it's it's a really special situation. What up, Jim? What's up, Cosmos? It's the what second up, best podcast. I heard you say that. You stole my joke on your podcast. Get out of here, Jim. Nope. <laughs> this is the, right now. This is it. I see you. I see Jim. Hey, yeah, close so. the door. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, you know what made me think of that actually, Gavin, is when you hit, uh, the banana reset combo on Spargo, and I think you did it on light too, actually, at Terra, because I've seen you, personally, have seen you lap that, you know what I mean? And that, that's what made me think of mute hitting that combo, it's like the same shit, where it's like, that is so specific, and the only way to win that set, most likely, like, you hit that and you only get 90 or whatever, you're, you're yeah. fine, but then you have to play Spargo in last hit, and, well, mute's one of the best ever in last hits, and so is Spargo, obviously, so it's yeah. like, without the perfect execution, damn, I, I guess that'd be happening to Spargo recently. I just realized because you did it to him yeah. at Terra too. And then I do kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those things where like, you know, a lot, all of us have been playing for so long. So sometimes we get a little numb to some of the, the silly smash things like, oh, the tier list doesn't matter. Like you can do it. But like, Moments like that literally turn any, everyone into just, like, innocent Smash fans. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like, maybe anyone can really do it. Maybe any character can really do it. Like, when you're able to, like, just, like, truly willpower yourself to a to a W. Um, yeah. But, spoiler alert, not every character can do what Peach just did there. But still, I you know what I'm <laughs> trying to say? Like, I feel like it makes everyone just forget all the pain we've gone through with smash and just be like, bro, this game is crazy. Like the things that can happen in these tournament sets, like it really is inspiring. Um, but yeah, um, I, I've seen some people talking about the meta after this tournament. I've seen uh, Spargo talk a little bit about how he's feeling. And I just want to say that um, I feel like Spargo has a, a great head on his shoulders. Like, like he's saying his frustrations, but at the same time, you can see that he's really thinking about his next steps and that, um, you know what I mean? It's not just like, oh, I'm pissed I lost. It feels like he's really considering what's going on and all that stuff. And But if we think about it from a meta standpoint, like if we think of like Peach and then, then Cloud, they have like very different goals despite being very good characters. 
like Cloud's a bit of a stray hitter, like consistent, like easy, like, but he's not going to like have some crazy setup for a niche situation to kill you at zero. He might have like one or two, like such, like two piece combos into finishing touch or something, but it's really not super relevant to what I'm talking about. Um, and I think sometimes it's hard to have faith in, in those characters, right? Uh, like Rob and Peach, like, it really feels like you can definitely win. So, um, or Kazuya or Steve, whereas Cloud is like a, he just has a really top tier bubble surrounding him. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's interesting to think about, but basically what I want to say is I don't think this should make you lose faith in those characters. I think you should continue to have faith in those characters and they can still win. They have won and they will win in the future. Uh, and by they, I mean Spargo. Spargo will win in the future again. <laughs> if anything, I, I, I talked about this with some top players, but I think it would be very naive to count Spargo out. I think if anything, he might rubber band like harder than he ever has before, especially because he's a young player and all that stuff. Um, don't be surprised if Spargo just like destroys everyone and wins a big tournament in the next like few months or something. You know what I mean? Um but yeah, it, it is really interesting to think about how the meta shifts and how the meta can even make a slight shift in one tournament set. And it can really change everyone's thoughts and make people second guess things. But as a Diddy player, seeing Mutes do well and seeing Mutes do well in tense moments and all that stuff, it does give me confidence as a Diddy player. And it makes me have faith in like the weird things that I've labbed out or practice and, you know, having faith that I'll be able to do those things when it counts. Um, so yeah, I, I think both tournaments were great and I haven't even talked about Gluto or light yet. You know what I mean? I was just going to say you've nerded out so much. We haven't gotten to Gluto's W yet, man. Yeah. And I, yeah so your favorite player. What the heck? You got to talk about like consistency across the board. We already talked about Mia and Akola Gluto and, and light too, honestly has been very, very consistent recently. Another second yeah. place for light only losing to Gluto. Uh, and then obviously Gluto taking it down. It was game five in Grand, so it was a really good uh, top eight of that tournament yeah. for sure. Uh, a lot of fun and entertaining players. Very top-heavy tournament, I think is how everyone was kind of looking at it. Um, before we dip, because I know, Gavin, you probably have a lot to say about Gluto. And I do, I definitely but, do. I do. But yeah, shout-out to Deathspade, top eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah the sidebar, basically. Uh, shout-out to Deathspade, Beast Mode Paul, Rocky. So many great players. Atomic, like great players who yeah. made this top eight. Uh, it was very competitive to get from top 48 to top eight. So I just want to shout out those players. Just, I'm a huge fan of Beast Mode Paul. I think he's a great player who's showing what Hero can do. Cast a lot of his sets during like the online era, if I remember correctly. Um, just a fan of the way he plays the game. And, and I like, I know obviously I'm not a big time competitor or anything, but I love watching Hero be played. I think he's such bullshit. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think he's really, I think Beast Mode Paul is very good. So shout out to all those players. So. All right, go ahead. Have your Cluto section. Go okay. Off. Okay. So I do, okay. do want to say this. I think Gluto is by far the scariest he has ever been, and I yep. think one of the one of the reasons for this, obviously, the obvious thing is that he's gotten a couple W's and really settling into first places. And I think, like we talk about game five versus light. If you looked at Gluto in person. He was way too relaxed. You would never, you would think he was up 2-0 or something. Gluto is isn't thinking that he's gonna lose, and I think for someone like Gluto, 
that is really, really scary if you're someone that wants to beat him or if you're like a fellow competitor because Gluto's really relaxed, he's playing really well, and he won't stop winning. <laughs> so I think that is really dangerous. I think he's the most dangerous he's ever been. And I'm going to be honest, before Rewired even started, before I even saw any gameplay of Rewired, I would have bet my entire bank account that Gluto was going to win the tournament. I think probably a, a lot of people would have at least considered that. Um, you know, whether you're thinking deeply about it or whether you're just considering the fact that he won the last tournament he attended, you know what I mean? Um, like no shade at light. Like I, I was really interested like to see like the Gluto and light sets, but I was very confident that Gluto was going to get first, but the whole like Gluto Spargo light dynamic is really cool. Um, uh, seeing light get a win on Spargo is really, he's another player where if he gets too many wins on someone, it's really dangerous. Um, all of those guys, it's like a lot of the time it can just be like a confidence thing and things can really shift depending on like who won a game or who got a crazy, you know, sequence, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, had a really great time watching and I think Gluto is in a really, really comfortable and dangerous spot. And I think if you're going to bet that Gluto wins a tournament, um, it's not a bad bet for any tournament he's attending at the moment. I think he is definitely... A contender to to win any tournament right now it's really really dangerous in my opinion i think he's way closer to best player in the world skill wise than he's ever been um and i think he's way closer than than people might be think i know people probably think he's like you know top five four three like what like i know people think he's really high ranked right now but i think he's potentially even better than that right now so yeah uh, i Bro, I think he saw those rankings and said, I took that personally. You know what I mean? <laughs> he has been on fire since then. And I think it's really cool. I think everyone thinks it's cool he's doing with Wario. It's a character that he tried to make work in Smash 4. Like, this guy's clearly loyal. Um, the thing is, I think so many people would have filed Wario under early meta character, right? Especially after the nerfs and everything else. Just He was looking so strong in the beginning. He looked like a top-tier contender. But then, obviously, as more DLC came out and more counterplay came out, he fell off. And I think people naturally thought Gluto would as well. But it's the opposite that I find is so interesting with him is where Wario might be or was at one point at his lowest and Gluto is just elevating him up so much, which is so impressive because he's such a, I don't want to say an easy character to give up on, but he's a character that can lend himself to inconsistencies. If he doesn't have his bike, his recovery sucks. If he's not hitting his wafts, that's a huge win condition for you. All this other stuff that Gluto has seemed to find big consistencies uh, in a character that later in the meta, a lot of people thought would struggle to find them even more. Because there was like a slump kind of towards the middle of the game's meta where that was the case, right? We didn't have Gluto making all these top eight appearances quite as much. But now, you know, things have really flipped around and I'm, I'm really happy for him, obviously. And it, it's not that the character got better or anything. It's just that he started getting more creative and started finding more consistencies with Wario, which is so impressive because this is not a brand new game or anything it's not like oh well easy i'll just i haven't used this button a lot let's use it it's like no i need to find very specific things similar to how mia was fighting against alcohol right like it's we're getting to that point where it's only very specific counterplay uh is going to matter very specific move usage or, or niche uh move usage is, is really going to matter a lot and i think we're seeing that a ton again from character specialists uh top three top four of this tournament are people who stuck with their characters uh, throughout basically solo maining aside from Spargo with Aegis, but Gluto, Light, Mutace, and Spargo, top four. All of them have really stuck with the vanilla characters since the beginning of the game, aside from the Aegis, obviously. So it's really cool to see what these guys can cook up. Absolutely. Man. 
Honestly, I think Spargo should look into playing some more Aegis, though. Um, I, I think he should. Like, I think he... At one point, I was like, this is clearly the best Aegis in the world. Like, I don't think it's close. I think there's, like, a very large gap. And uh, he stopped playing as much. And Shutan started performing a lot better. But I'm pretty sure if Spargo sat down and put some more time in the Aegis. Yeah, like, I still think he is. Like a week. Like I still think he's the best Aegis. I, yeah. like I, I think it's right now. Yeah. like it, it, His Aegis is very good. <laughs> a whole week. His Aegis is very, very good. Yeah. Um, his Pyra is leagues above every other Pyra in the world. And I think if he learned a little bit of the more like specific Mithra things, then he, I, I'm not even sure if he'd lose a tournament, honestly. I, th- I think, I think Cloud Aegis, that combination, even though they both have the same weaknesses, somehow they still cover each other very, very well. Or like the same weaknesses, like their recovery or whatever. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's, I feel like that's an interesting thought. Like sometimes it's not even about covering obvious things. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, pairings of characters might just work differently than we think in some ways. Like sometimes it's sometimes like, you know, combining strengths might be a good idea. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting because there are times where he just, he's no hesitation. I'm pulling out ages and I'm like, yeah. Oh no. Whenever I see that, I'm like, this person is about to get cooked. <laughs> because they, he, he he clearly has a reason he doesn't want to go cloud and yeah, this Aegis like, is ready. Like, this has been played out and there's a reason, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think there are a lot more situations. I think he may just be a, if I can play Cloud, like if it's playable, then I'll do it. Um, but I don't know. I think if we're looking for, you know, number one player in the world, we want to win as much as possible. Yeah. We might want to pull out, hey, I just want to win, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, fighter pass two, say no more, Pink. Sometimes you gotta dip into the darkness, man. Sometimes I mean, you know what's funny? I, like, most people aren't even complaining about them anymore outside of Steve. That's crazy. Well, there's so much oh. other things to complain about, of course. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something along the lines of like they don't consider them the whole fighter pass two thing, like, oh. in terms of like the energy that the character brings. Where I think they, I think they do. <laughs> Yeah, no. They're, oh, they're definitely bringing fighter pass. The only one not bringing fighter pass too. I think, think Aegis hangs out with Kazuya all the time, bro. I think Aegis is great friends with the with Steve Kazuya, bro. They hang next out. neighbors. Like, I think neutral version yeah. of uh, fighter pass two. Like, oh, super ultra broken neutral. Like, yeah. I don't even think you can really argue. Like, maybe you can say Sonic or some other characters nope. might have better neutral than Mithra. Maybe like something like a Fox I mean, or something. Like that. Maybe. Even then, even then, if you don't I, think that Mithra has the strongest neutral, you have to agree that she is at least top three neutral in the game. Yeah, at least. Yeah, it's better than it's better than Fox. Yeah. Oh yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Which is funny because who would think that anything would be? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of that surprised. Dash that dash grab is like that combo. Bro, it's alone. illegal. That combo what? alone puts them in a pretty crazy league. You can uh, do an option select with dash grab, with roll dash grab. So if they swing, you actually, like, there's trust. Whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't even, we haven't even added Mithra F tilt or Mithra run up jab to the equipment. Yeah. Don't be, don't be linking, don't be leaking attack, bro. It's in the Smash University guide for Fire Mithra. It's like not even a leak. This has been known since like the very beginning, like week one or two of Fire Mithra being out. No one either, used but it. But they, they forgot maybe, about it. 
it's hard to tell if someone's using it, right? Because if someone comes up and rolls and gets the foresight, you don't know if they do the option select or whatever. But there is a lot That's of powerful true. stuff. There's a lot I of think stuff. A, a very interesting topic after kind of like recapping both of the tournaments um, is just how crazy our standards are for like the rank one player. You know what I mean? And I know yeah. there's been a ton of controversy with who's rank one. Like if Gluto could e- honestly make a case pretty soon, if <laughs> there's a big asterisk here, he, he needs to get over a couple <laughs> of road bumps. Okay. So you got to beat Sonics first. Right. And you're going to, mm-hmm. and he'll he can squeeze out some wins versus Ken, but like, dude, that matchup is very fucking hard. So it's like even more props to Gluto getting to where he is because there's so many like really hard Wario matchups that he still just sticks it out. Um, I'm really looking forward for the f- the first time he beat Sonic. He might just gain that all of that momentum. He'd be like, I don't care if you're a Cola, Mia, I beat Sonic. So, like, that's my worst matchup. And he just might destroy everyone, right? Yeah. Beating think, a Cola I and Mia is going to also be really hard. I think Warrior. Steve is a very similar league to Sonic, sadly. Sorry to yes. burst. It's brutal. Sorry to burst the, the, the hope bubble. But if we look at Rewired, I think he had a great bracket. I think he fought some great players, but I still think they're all doable for him regardless of the matchup. And the matchups are fine. I personally think Peach Wario is like even, and I think Wario Fox is winning for Wario. Yeah. So nice. Um, and you know, if we look at Terra, I think Wario beats Diddy slightly and all that stuff. So like, we'll see. I think he he has a lot of good Ws, and I just get had that whole spiel about uh, Gluto being crazy right now. So I think this is his best chance to to match up with some of those other players and get some Ws. Um, I would like to see him even versus like, you know, the buzz again, uh, another set versus Mia because he's beaten Mia already. But Mia's like another demon at the moment. You know, some more sets versus Akola, Sonics. Uh, we'll see. He's 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 competing at like pretty much everything. So uh, I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think like the the standard for rank one for us is so high because of Leo. And Leo, there is no other streak better than Leo's streak. And even when you go to look back at previous games, I still value Ultimate's streak of being like the number one player. First off, it was the longest streak we've ever had of someone being ranked number one from Brawl, Smash 4, and Ultimate. Plus, I value the Ultimate one a lot more because the game's a lot more competitive. A lot more people play the game. There's a lot more on the line, right? So... Our, our standards for rank one is like so over the top. And if you ask me if there's ever going to be another player that replicates that run ever again, I'm going to tell you no. Like I literally you might not even have enough time to have a chance. Well, right. But even when the next Smash game comes out, I don't. I think it's still hard to replicate that run. Bro, I don't know. If, I don't know if, if I next... have to bet on it. I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> I don't know I if a Smash game. Is ever oh no! Sakurai is making YouTube videos, bro. Oh, we're back on this? Come no, on. but like you guys, you guys he's, like, he's like a YouTuber. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think about it all the time. Like we'll be like Akola. Like we even said it earlier in the episode, we were joking. We're like Akola lost two tournaments in a row, and it's like, dang, you really like Leo's put that in people. Like you start yeah. losing more than one tournament in a row. Well, you watched. You're not number one because for right, Leo, right. It's just crazy. Bro, just won everything. I was more doing a meta commentary on how reactive people are in the Smash sphere, uh, but that's just me. Yeah, but that's because they react that way because of him. They wouldn't react that way if they also have like if he wasn't so dominant for so long. That wouldn't be normal yeah. to them. I feel like it is a little bit of just like short term memory. Like 
addicted to the internet type stuff too that though too. like yeah. dude it is like I, just I quick to like throw things out the trash and look at the most recent thing like i think it's a bit of everything um yeah it's it's just interesting because even now you can argue that Spargo is not even number two anymore, right? If you did the current updatings and then you get really interested, like it gets very interesting because like, well, if, if Spargo is not number two, is he number three? Is do, Does Gluto take the three spot over him, right? There, and obviously it depends on what time span you're going over. But my biggest thing that like my biggest point I want to make here is our top like four right now feels so I wouldn't say like completely interchangeable. I think Akola, Mia feel, and then like Spargo feel like their own tier, but there's yeah. other players like Gluto that are feel like they're feel like they're going to get into that tier and make that tier even bigger. Like they're not the closest. Four man pod was by like far the closest. Like, yeah, this is the closest stack, we've ever been up, to like up wins like that with shuffling around stacking up wins like that without dropping sets is, is big. And that's oh, why man. players like Akola and Mia have separated themselves so much. Like Akola oh. barely drops sets let alone tournament. Yeah. And then Mia is, you know, barely dropping sets and most of them are to, to Aquila. So having having wins like that where you're taking no damage puts you puts you really high up there. Um, but yeah, I, think I, I, I still think, you know, oh, as much as I think Gluto is in a crazy spot right now and like has, you know, is, is really pushing the envelope, I still wouldn't, go as far as to to say Gluto's past Spargo or anything. Yeah, like um, he's probably four-ish right now if you did like a live update. Yeah. But Gluto's I definitely past Gluto's definitely past like me and Light at this point. Um yeah. but I don't I don't want to be too quick to say past Spargo, but it, it it probably is at least a conversation. Um but yeah I think rewired and Kagaribi were some of the best stuff we could ask for. I, I had a great time watching everything. And um, I'm glad I was able to see some of those crazy, crazy moments happen live, especially like the Mute stuff and all that. Bro. Bro, and Bear 400? <laughs> it was a whole good weekend of watching Smash, dude. Zombs! Oh, Zomba, I forgot yeah. that was the I, I didn't forget about my boy Zombs. I was about to bring Zomba. him up. Zaba Jackal, Grand Finals. It doesn't matter how many people show up to Bears. Apparently, it is what it is. Uh, the I'm pretty is sure I said good. that exact sentence when Grands was happening. I was like, doesn't, <laughs> yep. I don't, it doesn't matter who shows up. It doesn't matter who shows oh, up to hold Bears, on. bro. And what if you show up? Well, I I don't show up to Bears. <laughs> well, I don't show up. So I don't show. Up. Uh, and then that there was a Mexican Invitational that was on last Wednesday, right? I don't know. Time is so weird. Or was that? Oh one? yeah. That I missed. Yeah, where Leo I, won, which was really I, cool. I missed that. I missed that, but I yeah. Was that Leo last Joker? Wednesday? I think so I because played, I, I know he, yeah. was playing, he was playing Hella Joker, which is I think. That's one of the scary things about Leo is if he like practices one character and then like sticks with them for a whole bracket. That's like pretty scary. Well, hold on, that he means, didn't yeah. only play one character. That means he's up to something. <sighs> you know, yeah, pulled and out that's the, the best Marth. character he plays. He did pull out Mark, oh and it was looking good. It was looking good. He's just playing great. He, he looks <laughs> sharp. I, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I don't know if he's been motivated to play more again. I, I've been seeing him more stuff, and it's nice to see him uh kind of shades of like prime leo you know what i'm saying not that he's always been doing pretty fine right like he, it's not like he fell off like terribly well like we said the standard was so impossible for him you know he's still, that he, set, he, he still set the impossible standard where we're like oh this guy's only like eighth of the world like he fell off it's like damn i want to <laughs> fall off you know that'd be cool <laughs> uh but it was nice to see him like 
his Joker, it, it looked prime. It was very, very entertaining and fun to watch. And he was not seated to win that tournament. So shout outs to him for winning the tournament. You got Sky J there, Meister, uh, Javi. Like there were a lot of great players there, man. It was a fun watch. It was just last Wednesday. So like you said, reactive internet brain forgot oh, about it. So. Yeah. So much is happening. And yeah, yeah Javi had just awesome. beaten him like two days before or something like that. Hey. He kind of smoked him too. It was not, hey. were not close. Sometimes the family, man, it brings out the uh, the rivalry. Maybe it sparks yeah. something. Maybe something happened. Something shifted. I just realized. Lance ranked it. Gavin, what's the lowest you've been ranked in this game? Um, Like five or something? I think maybe five or something. Golly. Let me check. Sheesh. Smash Bros. What's that? Four years of top five? Holy. What? I'm trying to think. Maybe you got a six. I don't six. know where to check this kind of thing. Well, <laughs> did you type it? It's been called the PGR, so you can check that one first. <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> well, hold on. I mean, then we got to really get into like. Right, right. The it was other Leon ratings. Kennedy playing that ice cream game, Gavin. That was you. I figure out which one. <laughs> <Let me check laughs> this. He logs into Neopets. Wait a minute. These aren't the rankings. I, I don't know. I don't. I can't. Like, how many have there been? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Okay. That's a good question. Anyway, never mind. Unimportant. Uh, we're in your right, smash maybe, maybe in the comments can tell us. If oh, you guys no. know in the comments, let us know what is the lowest rank tweak has ever gotten in on a global any ranking. ranking. So I ever. there's one that's PGR two. and looming. There's there's two. There's I think maybe I've been fourth before. I I don't know five. You were seventh in the top 100 for Smash 4. Well, no, I'm in all. Yeah. Well, which, you didn't which, specify. You were Nathan seventh? Very, very upset. I didn't realize because you were Gavin that was a lot. They didn't do a, a final time, season. They just did a top 100 all of all time, time, which I think did all rob time. the players that like played at the tail end. I will say that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've been lower than five. If I have been, maybe it was once. I don't think I have been lower than that, though. Maybe a six or seven, but I don't think so. You've definitely always All been All right. I got him right here. Wow, I haven't thought of the Google. What did you search I for? I got it. I searched for Smash Ultimate Rankings. It was like a really... Oh, that's been crazy. How did you I know. That? Yeah. I'm like Columbo. Uh, so you were ranked two, two, two in spring 2019. And he was ranked three. three 2019. Oh, there was a three. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, then summer 2022 was the next official one. Shout out to COVID. Uh, you got fourth on that one. Four? Uh, I was, there was a four. There was a four. And then you were eighth on this one that just says 2022. So is that the whole year? <laughs> I'm kind of confused as to what that is. Oh, I, I don't remember. know. Well, I think Lumi ranks start. They do their ranks by year, but then they what have ranking like a half that? that doesn't that count. That official ranking, or it just it's on it's on here, so I don't know what to tell you. Okay, it's on maybe. the it's the Liquipedia. Maybe so. I maybe that maybe that's the lowest then. Then you were fifth in summer twenty twenty three. Yeah, there you go. But twenty twenty two was eight. Like that that's so just weird. It's like the year. Yeah, there's no the government labeled me eighth. Yeah, <laughs> the universe itself. It, I guess it was alt rank. Sorry, it was alt rank twenty twenty two, and that's where Akola and Spargo were new to the rankings on that. Okay. <laughs> they, well, if you want your added ranking in points, two you and three. 
Oh, uh, that was the you season where play. we were arguing if Akola or Leo was number one. Remember that season? Oh, the fun. buzz. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if yeah. you want to get those uh, ranking points, you better get your flights to Japan. They got hey, PPAs yeah, I, every single month, maybe sometimes twice a month. That's great. They're great. They got to stop doing that, man. I can't stay up that late anymore. That shit's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's tough. My schedule uh, is... Wipe me out, man. I'll be waking up during the tournaments now. I'm like, oh... <laughs> I wake up at the end. A nice little treat. Yeah. You're like you're like me with the EU tournaments. I wake up naturally at like seven in the morning <laughs> on weekends. I'm like, oh sweet, let's yeah. go. All right, let's go, Lancelot. You know, like I'm ready to go. Uh shout yeah. out Flo too. We didn't shout out Flo. Damn, I meant to do that because Flo got a win on Banham. Uh yeah. there were just too many results to cover. So shout out to big weekend for EU, big weekend for vanilla characters. It was all good, man. It was a good yeah, weekend. T, I T so did fun. really well. I feel like we haven't seen a lot of T recently. T did yeah, fantastic. I was very happy to see T like in top fourth four. Fourth place, I believe. Fourth place. Yoshidora did fantastic. Yoshidora is just cool. It's cool that Yoshidora is just a household name and can go that far in a tournament. Um, good to see him I do well about, again, too. I guess that about wraps it up, though. It, I thought it was a great weekend for Smash. It was like a bit of, you know, it was a, it was a good clash of like, you know what we're used to currently and like some old stuff and whether it's players characters tournament series blah 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 um i feel like uh yeah i think it was just a great weekend Agreed. i do want to say when it comes to myself and playing and competing i'm not going to that many things i've actually had a lot going on Light was calling me out and stuff, but he doesn't even know what's going on in my life, so he needs to chill out. Which he uh, also said, to his credit, he did say, he's like, am I just being a dickhead right now? I don't know what's going on with him. It's oh, like, well, did he really? Should... Yeah, yes, he did. Well, the answer is yes, Light. Um, but <laughs> I will be at Miami. I will be at Poor Priority. I'm really sorry to everyone that I can't go to the tournaments. I wanted to. Um, I still want to, but I just can't. Um, but watching has been great. And... I will say to all these players that have been doing well and that I've been playing all the time, all the people that we talk about, I when I am playing and when I'm playing against you, I will be beating you, and I apologize for that. <laughs> Bro, apologize because I've been I'm filling out the apology form. I've I've been watching, and I'm definitely going to win. So, yeah, there's that. Get the apology forms ready. <laughs> But not for me. That's a guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm making them because I'm apologizing for beating them. But yeah, I will be practicing and I will be winning. I, d- I did want to say that. Dude, I'm so pumped for Port. America doesn't have that much S plus slash premier tiers anymore. So whenever we get one, I'm like, yo, yes, we finally got an S plus tier. It's so, it's so strange, but it's honestly, it's a good thing, man. Competition is good all around the world. I love it. We got to do better. Good, yes. It's Everyone's got to do better, yep. Uh, but we obviously, uh, with Rise and Grind this weekend, I'll be watching that. But I think to echo what you said too, Gavin, um, I, I had been a little snoozer status. I'm watching a lot of tournaments. I watched them, but it, it wasn't the same. But this weekend, it really, the way we started the episode, I was like, we are back. Like, it, it really did feel that way. Like, I enjoyed watching so many sets, so many sets of so many different players this weekend, um, whether they were playing stateside or at a regional or at a major or in Japan or wherever. But a lot of great sets. I had a really, I had a blast watching Ultimate this weekend. So let's keep it going. We'll keep it going again this weekend. All right, sign us off. And now you take us out, Gavin. Well, we're going to get into the Patreon bonus content. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, and yeah, have a good one. Thank you so much.
See you.